0: single parenting isn't easy. We understand. Most parents don't plan to go it alone. But you can still make the most of this journey for your children and yourself. In fact, if you and your family are on that journey, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the single parent advocate community and to our podcast. And here are your hosts, single parent founder, Stacy Poitras, broadcast journalist, single dad and friend, Daryl Moody. Welcome back. This is the Single Parent Advocate Podcast. I am Daryl Moody joining you from Orlando, Florida, in my home studios. Stacy Poitras, the Single Parent Advocate, joins us from the Work Innovators Network at the Venture X The Realm at Castle Hills in Dallas, Texas, our beautiful SPA studios. Stacy, happy Friday. How are you? Happy Friday, Daryl. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a, a very busy week for me. I had some Stuff going on at work, not work related stuff at work uh, and it isn't quite resolved yet, but it's you know uh, made made for a a long stressful week and I'm glad that it's Friday and I'm glad that we are here talking about single parenting and all the challenges and all of the the fun in everybody's journey. but let's talk about you had a big weekend last weekend. you had your financial literacy it was a zoom training session if you will uh, you had an expert talking about uh, your finances and balancing your checkbooks and that sort of thing, how'd that go? Well, it was really awesome. So we
1: had financial expert Rika Wright from West Palm Beach, Florida, in addition to Jeannie Irvin from BBVA Bank. And both of these professionals came on to Zoom with um, about 40 families. And we had workbooks about, you know, knowing what money is coming in, Knowing what money's going out, making sure you can set aside, even if it's money in an envelope, for some of your um, extra expenses that you expect. Like for instance, one of my extra expenses is I have an eye condition, and so I have my eye drops cost a hundred and sixty dollars every time I have mm-hmm. to get them refilled, and so. Um, An application in my life for budgeting was was you can take that $160 and set it aside a little bit each paycheck and track that so that you don't get off with your budget as it relates to, you know, how much you expect to make or how much you did make each month. We talked about like savings, what kind of credit cards to look for. We're going to actually it was so successful we're going to just bring it back we're going to have turn this into a financial literacy series that we're going to continue to offer on zoom and uh... doctor purge did an incredible job just you know keeping everything together and working through all of that material it was like drinking through a fire hose and all of us at the end we didn't want to get off the phone or off the zoom it was so wow. we went about 30 minutes over but it was well worth it and and i think that we've really uh, hit a hot spot of where we can start taking a lot of our training and our talks so so
0: so important managing the finances and if you can do that efficiently and effectively it really does make every other aspect of single parenting easier Uh, what kind of feedback did you get from the participants the families well
1: a lot of them talked about they didn't know what went into a fico score so we talked about the different components of a fico score and of course that's how you get loans or approved for a home or approved for financial
0: financial Anything from a credit products, card to your, yeah, I mean, to, to your, to yeah. your electric bill, all, I sorts of things are tied, <laughs> all sorts of things are tied to your credit score.
1: Oh, yeah. So, um, we talked about FICO scores, then we talked about, as I mentioned, budgeting. We talked a lot about, you know, making sure you know what kind of bank accounts to apply for. That, you know, the ones w- that are free or the credit cards that have zero percent interest or how to pay down debt. I mean, we are going to really have to bring it back because there were so many topics that nobody wanted to let go of mm. and so um, rest assured we're going to bring it back or we'll, we'll have another zoom and invite even more people to come it is a morning of pulling out your pencil and your spiral you know and taking so some critical, notes though. yeah no, I, mean,
0: I, I mean it may not be fun but i mean you know it's so useful i can't imagine anybody not wanting to do it. Well,
1: Enrica Wright over at, um, over in West Palm Beach, you know, she's offered to come back. She gave away a $100 discount on her financial services to one of the moms for attending. And she does all kinds of credit repair, Um, really helps with budgeting. She's a financial wizard. I don't even remember the alphabet soup that comes after her name of all her certifications, but she's amazing. (laughs) I'm just like, okay, we're just going to call you Rika Wright, the finance wizard, because she's amazing. So um, I learned a ton. I can't even regurgitate it all, but um, I know... We're going to be bringing her back as well as Jeannie Irvin from BBVA. The other thing that was neat that we talked about, and I don't really um, broadcast this a lot, but uh, BBVA is Single Parent Advocates Bank. And you can, if you have a, an account at BBVA, you can actually call them and select single parent advocate to be your your uh, nonprofit agency that you want to support by banking there and they will literally donate money to single parent advocate passively every time you use your ATM card as a credit card and the second thing they'll do is let's say you need to open an account for your teenager and start getting into budgeting for them or you need a savings account right whatever flavor that looks like they will donate fifty dollars to single parent advocate if you select us as your charity so bbva has really been a great partner for 12 years now and uh we're just deepening that relationship and they're coming to the table talking directly to parents to deliver resources and wisdom so i like deepening that Mm -hmm.
0: that's awesome and 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 because it was a zoom presentation can folks go on to singleparentadvocate.org and watch that now is that available Uh, We're going to edit it. You know, we really protect the identities of our
1: families. Mm, So uh, what I'm going to be doing is working to get that edited and making sure that, you know, a lot of the meat and the potatoes of the presentation itself are, you know, available to all of our online audience. But um, without the personal aspect and the personal questions of the families. And so I have to get that edited, but it will go on YouTube as soon as we can get that done.
0: So stay tuned for that yep and, and we'll of course today, and, and of course may starts tomorrow uh, huge month for single parent advocate of course mother's day is in may but that's really a month-long focus for you beginning tomorrow with a food distribution event tell me about that
1: well uh, we've been planning for a month to uh, bless single moms. And so we have two events in the Dallas area we're super excited about. We're gonna be partnering with, um, with a church in, in the South Dallas area. Uh, they Antioch Missionary Baptist Church. And we are gonna be filling the refrigerator of 50 moms of the, of, within our community and then also at least 50 moms of their community. There'll be over 1,500 boxes of food. It's gonna be fresh dairy, milk, eggs, meat. Uh, We've asked all the moms to decorate their cars and drive through so that uh, we can uh, award somebody a tablet and probably some gift cards for the best decorated car in honor of Mother's Day. And then um, we have a few uh, other things like uh, we, we had a generous donation from area business people of flower pots. They're these beautiful ceramic flower pots from Home Home Goods, and uh, so we filled them up full of dirt and some pretty flowers. And so each mom's going to get a flower and uh, a certificate. So uh, we're hoping that you know people feel a little bit more empowered, more appreciated, more equipped with just some nice things that may make the day a little brighter, a little better when Mother's Day rolls around on the 9th.
0: And and food drives are so critical right now amid the pandemic, even, even a year out from the onset of all this stuff. Uh, you know, I report full time for WDBO radio in Orlando, but I also uh, have, a, have a freelance job where I've had five other radio stations across the country that I've provide one story a day for smaller market stations It's kind of my second my side hustle uh and if i i mean i cannot stress to you how many food drive stories i have done uh in the last you know 15 months uh it seems like every part of the country uh food insecurity has really become a major issue since the onset of the pandemic last march uh and 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 This is such a critical effort. You guys need support with it. You work with food pantries, I'm sure. If folks want to help you feed families, how can we do that?
1: It's real easy. You just go to singleparentadvocate.org and hit the donate button. Um, it cost us about $50 to reach out to each single parent family on Mother's Day, roughly. It might be a little more for some of the larger families. So, you know, our campaign has been 50 for 50 because we have 49 moms we're serving, you know, in our own reach. And then we're serving also the the other moms that we're going to, you know, get to meet. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, $50 will give all these things to a wonderful family. The moms are even going to get a brooch, a beautiful brooch that an area wow. jeweler donated. So, you know, as a whole community understands what single moms are going through single dads to, and um, really we're coming together to, to answer that with as much love and hands on help as we possibly can.
0: I love the brooch. What a personal touch to it. I mean, you know, when you get one of these, one of these boxes of course there's a critical need for it but it you know what a what a nice kind of you know cherry on top for for the moms to get something that they can you know dress up with uh, it's been that way
1: ever since single parent advocate first uh was founded you know every single year you know we we make our plans you know and we start executing okay what are we gonna do how are we going to go about serving families and you know it's always bringing an event together is always like bringing to you know the donors and the community together with the families and it's always like a race to the finish line about bringing everything together and what I've noticed is um, there's always like this element of aha we've arrived you know and it's different every single year but i just i feel god in it you know i feel like god working things together for the good of the group volunteers all of our generous supporters and the families too to where every year's a little bit different a little bit new but it's like a family reunion where we get together we we celebrate whatever you know we can get get put together and then we make the best of it. And then we stay online with each other afterwards, you know, and, um, I, I, it's been wonderful to watch and to observe the faithfulness of God throughout all of this. I just have to give him props too.
0: Of course, of course, you know, and we've talked about this before for Valentine's day, I took my kids and we volunteered at a women's shelter and it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's unique being in that room. Full of all those single moms and hearing them share their stories, it's it's uh it's humbling, it really is, and and it just it's uh it's really impactful to see everybody with you know different experiences, but a but a shared experience uh, itself. So so continuing on with the with the focus on moms this uh, month, you've got something planned for the weekend of Mother's Day as well. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Talk to me about that. This is a this is another
1: fast breaking thing that happened. Uh, We have a wonderful relationship with Gateway Church Dallas, and uh, we're very fortunate and grateful for them for this. Listen to this. So um, they are going to partner with single parent advocate to reach out to single parents within their congregation, similar to the the antioch missionary baptist church i told you about Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so they're bringing in their single moms and then i'm inviting our single moms that are again here in dallas and they're going to have a meal and be given a comedy show with fish sticks comedy and we're gonna bring the children's ministry in all of the children that are 12 and younger are going to have a great time they're going to be fed so body mind and spirit you know we're all gonna be fed and uh, i'm just i'm so excited because really on my heart a lot is the joyfulness factor you know love peace and joy right you know and really how do we stay in that space and i think we have to be very intentional and so fish sticks comedy is coming on site they're going to be in person on stage mic'd up and ready for lots of belly laughs we'll be giving away um, the plants uh, any plants that were unclaimed on this Saturday uh, as centerpieces on the tables. And then um, in each location, we'll do some drawings for door prizes. And we're just so grateful for these two churches coming alongside of us as part of their missions and outreach. Uh, There's a lady at Gateway who is named Lisa Jackie. And she leads their single parent outreach uh, across multiple campuses. And so she's going to be standing up with me and we're going to be talking about joyfulness together. And uh, then we're going to be having some joyfulness. So I'm super excited about that. So that's going to be on the 8th um, at lunchtime with awesome. Gateway. Yep.
0: And, and if folks want to connect to this stuff, get the, get the details. Singleparentadvocate.org, the Single Parent Advocate Facebook page. Uh, you're on instagram too right what's the what's the handle on instagram it's just single parent advocate single parent advocate on instagram as well good stuff yep
1: so if families want to attend the gateway event uh, we have a different registration process that's actually going through the church itself this time and so if families want to to sign up to go to the Single Parent Advocate Gateway Combined Outreach, uh, I would really think they should just uh, send me a DM on uh, Facebook, which is okay. Stacy Poythress. Just send me a note, or okay. just uh, send a message on Single Parent Advocates Facebook page, and we'll get it and try to get you signed up.
0: Good, 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 good yep. stuff. So, uh, you know, the, the the subject matter of this week's podcast is the price of peace. Uh, But but there's a segue that I have to go through to get into the to get into the subject matter. So uh, I had a a very interesting experience this week with my kids and my ex-wife. You know, I have two little girls, seven and and five, uh, and they are enrolled in a ballet program at the community center where they go after school.
1: We talked about that last week.
0: Okay, so so, you know, you know how you know how anxious I was about. You know, having dinner after the recital with my ex-wife. So uh, it was the night or the morning of, and I'm texting her to kind of work out the logistics, like, you know, what are are we doing tonight? And she goes, well, you get get the tickets for Elise. I'll get the tickets for Claire. Uh, I'm not coming to dinner. I've already explained it to the girls. And while I was relieved and elated at the same time, I was also a little disappointed because I know my oldest daughter was really looking forward to having the family together. So I asked my ex-wife, I go, well, what, what happened to dinner? Why aren't you coming to dinner? she goes, oh, I'm bringing my boyfriend to the recital and I didn't want to make dinner awkward, so I'm just Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so so you know, I had the pleasure of meeting my ex-wife's new boyfriend, And all of the awkwardness that came along with that seems like a nice guy. I mean, you know, I don't have any weird jealousy issues or that sort of thing. So I shook the guy's hand, told him it was a pleasure to meet him. Uh, Seems like a nice enough guy. Uh, But I tell you what, man, you know, it's it's uh, it was quite an experience you know, just, just being the third wheel, especially after the recital, we're hanging out in the lobby, waiting for the girls to go change out of their leotards and then come out and then we get, get to leave. Uh, it was just weird. It was just weird. But Did uh, you bury,
1: it, did you bury your nose in your text? Did you like oh, yeah. do, do that?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that was me. I'm texting <laughs> two different people, like giving them a play by play. like, I can't believe what he just said. Yeah. yeah I just shook the guy's hand, you know? Uh, it was, it was awkward, but you know, we make the most of it. I mean, you know, when you, when you're talking about, Doing the right things for the kids—it's it's not that hard to do. But so, uh, segueing into our subject matter this week, the price of peace. So I—I I have to have a, a, a difficult conversation with my ex-wife again this week uh, because of the taxes. You know that with all the pandemic stuff, the tax deadline was extended to May seventeenth instead of April fifteenth. Uh, I, however, for the first time in my adult life, got my taxes done before April. Uh, and did my taxes back in February. So uh, under the terms of the settlement agreement in my divorce, we decided since we have two kids, one parent claims one kid, one parent claims the other. So the way it's written in the settlement agreement, I claim the older kid, she claims the younger kid. Uh, and when when the older kid turns 18, we will alternate the younger one so that each of us gets you know at, at least one, one uh, deduction for the kid. So, I got confused. It's totally my mistake. I will admit it. Uh, When I had my taxes prepared this year, I told my accountant, listen, I know we used Elise last year, but I have to to switch. And now we got to use Claire. So I filed my taxes with Claire, the five-year-old. Well, lo and behold, I got that wrong. We don't really start rotating Claire until after Elise turns 18. So I claimed the wrong kid. So, oh, no. that, yeah, so that was three months ago. So my ex-wife reaches out to me and says, hey, uh, you're going to need to amend your taxes. You claimed the wrong kid. I, you claimed Claire. I, you claimed Claire. That leaves me with a lease. And I was like, OK, well, you know, it's already done now. Why don't you just claim a lease and then we'll switch back next year? Well, as it turns out, she wants the tax deduction for the child care that she paid for in 2020 even though oh, that that makes sense though i totally get it no I, there's a there's a financial benefit which i completely understand but hear me out hear my story here so she you know the the, the difference for her is about 300 and something dollars okay in terms of the return uh, that she would get or, or is going to get now so uh And again, it's my mistake, I own it. I've apologized a thousand times for it and I will continue to apologize for it. Uh, But there's some backstory here that you need to understand. In 2019, the year I was getting divorced, when I went to go file my taxes, I was met with the news that my ex-wife had already filed her taxes and claimed both kids. So here I am thinking I get to claim one of the kids when I prepare my taxes in 2019, and that didn't happen. As you might imagine, I was pretty upset. It was a difference for me of about $1,400 in terms of my refund. So uh, I reached out to my attorney and my attorney said, look, you're absolutely right, but you need to understand you know, if she's going to fight you on it, it's going to take a judge's order. The money that you're going to spend in legal fees, getting to where that judge tells her you have to amend your taxes. He's like, it's not worth it, you know? So I've got that in the back of my mind, Stacy. And part of me wants to say, Hey, listen, you know, you hosed me on the taxes two years ago. Now it's your turn in the barrel. But my ex-wife and I are in a fairly good place right now. I would like to keep that peace so i am going to pitch to her why don't i just go ahead and pay you the difference you claim elise the older kid and then next year we'll go back i don't know you've been doing this you've been dealing with the x longer than i have is that the right approach i mean we we talked about the price of peace i think for you know whatever i'm going to pay her out of pocket because when i talk to my my tax accountant You know, they said, that's fine. You can file an amendment to your taxes, but you're going to have to return your refund that you got three months ago. And you're going to have to pay $149 to amend your taxes. Then you have to wait for the IRS to sign off on it and all that stuff. She said, you know, so you're going to tie up your refund for weeks and then you're still going to have to pay again. So I think the best course of action is to just pitch to my ex-wife. I'll pay you the difference of what you shouldn't have paid in your taxes and, and let's go from there. What do you think? Well, I
1: think first of all, high road, when you take the high road, you know, uh, it's always probably gonna be the most fruitful road, right? But I've kind of been in that boat. I mean, I, in a different boat, but you know, throughout my son's life, you know, I told you that his dad, you know, was pretty much absentee, you know, no birthday card, none in 21 years ever. Not never a Merry Christmas. Uh, I think I accidentally got fifteen hundred dollars through the state of Texas one time, you know. And his child support was supposed to be, you know, three to four hundred dollars a month. It was set very low, you know, by me on purpose. And um, I look back at how I felt, and I felt really wronged. You know, I felt sad for my son, but the other side of me and the side of me I chose to listen to was how big of a difference would $300 a month make to me in the long term? Because I'm in it to win it with my son and I'm going to work hard, you know, and had a good job in the media too, just like, you know, we've talked about before. Uh, And there were highs and lows in there so there were some months where the three hundred dollars would have made all the difference in the world it felt like and then there were other months where it was like thank you i'm just you know the that three hundred dollars is well worth the piece of not fighting over it you know not having to check somebody down you know i didn't know where he lived he completely disappeared and um i feel he probably hit some trouble, you know, and that's not what I want to talk about. But I want to talk about, you know, the last words he ever said to me were, I love you. And, we, you know, that's all I ever remember. But then I remember him evaporating. And, um, and he could have been my focus, but I just changed my focus to be about me and my son and uh, how do I create... Uh, a wonderful environment full of new things that how do I work smarter not harder to make that $300 not matter because evidently he didn't have it or he didn't want to give it so much so that like he went like he was gone like there was no communication whatsoever so um, I know many families moms and dads you know have had an absentee co-parent. And uh, bitterness is a big boulder. It's a big boulder to carry around that affects all of your relationships, all of your perspectives, all of your um, views on life. It's like putting on um, glasses with blood red lens. You know, it just really colors everything you see and do and hear. And I wanted to give my son somebody who saw hope and help and promise and possibility. Um,
0: and there was no, there was no, there was no like innate need for you to, you know, get justice or make it fair. Cause it's not fair that you can just abandon your kids and not, you know, not contribute. It's to me it's unfair that you can hose me on my taxes and then 2 years later I make an honest mistake and you know, I have to make it right but you didn't. I mean, how how do you balance the need for things to be for it to be fair in your mind versus keeping the peace?
1: Well, you're right, you know, it's like healthy boundaries versus You know, being a doormat, right? You know, how do, like, how to Where's that line? You know, Mm -hmm. love when love is not what you have received, and you know, where does that cross the line of codependent? You know, or you know, being used or allowing yourself to be used. And I think um, what happened for me was there was no choice, really. I could walk around and beat my chest and call the. The state. I could hire a private investigator and go and figure out, you know, how to uncover all of the potential money that I was missing out on. But to your point a minute ago, how much money would have that have costed, and how much of my time would have it consumed, and how much would it have taken away from soccer games and, uh, you know, all the things that we had. So I just built a village, and I'm honored to say the village came around me and Chris and we had you know church friends and neighbors and uh, people who he had his hobbies with and people who I have my hobbies with and you know it just ended up being giving up that $300 a month really was the best thing I ever did even though you know you think, okay, I'm gonna be putting that money in my bank, and it's going to provide for college, or it's gonna help cover my expenses, or it's gonna help do whatever the front burner thing is this month. But at the end of the day, it'd be great if that were there, you know. But it's not.
0: You know what you said that I like the most. What, what what is gonna stick with me? is you know instead of focusing on the past focus on the future and if you're you know if you're going to seek justice and to try and make it right you're focusing on the past if you're if you're you know doing what needs to be done to keep the peace so to speak so that the path forward is less bumpy you're 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 focused on the future so i that i, I that's what i got out of out of out of what you oh, said oh
1: well sure. and it'll pay off in spades if you choose to see it that way. Um, and we talked about a lot of things, but we about you know, forgiveness is for you, right? It's for you. It's that, you know, get, get that heavy weight off the agenda. It, it's really for you, your body, your mentality, your mental wellness, and your children's. Because you have to remember, if you create that kind of argument, and that kind of environment for them to be raised in, what are you doing to their view of the world and their joy and their happiness and their wholeness? Well, you're taking the two people that are the most important people in their lives and you're taking this one instance to go to war over that could really change the dynamic of your family for the rest of your children's lives. Mm -hmm. So what's more important, $300? or having a happy healthy whole and hopeful co-parenting situation where down the line maybe things could even out right
0: i don't know people accuse me of being a pessimist i I like to think i'm a realist (laughs) uh, you know i i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna what you first the first thing you said was take the high road i'm gonna take the high road you know the, the the price of peace in this case i think is worth you know not going after vengeance you know so well
1: you know like you said all of the attorneys and all the procedures and all the hoops that you have to jump through are going to cost way more than that well so but, this would,
0: but but this would be but this would be my opportunity to stick it to her and say no you have to jump through all those hoops now if you want to get that back you know what i mean so uh, it's it's I don't know, we talked about it i i feel I feel good about that decision. i think I think I'm gonna do the right thing and just offer to make it right for her, and then uh you know, let's just keep the peace moving forward. Right?
1: Man, doesn't that make your heart glow?
0: Doesn't that just like ah I feel better now, maybe a little yeah maybe a I little. there's it- still a lot of bitterness for me stacy i'm you know i'm i'm two years two years divorced There's still a lot of of fresh pain there
1: yeah well i don't want to dismiss that 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 you know everybody heals
0: to your point i think i think this i think this facilitates healing much more than let's go back and fight about something that happened two years ago you know what i mean so
1: well and you have to pick out what hill you're going to die on is this the hill i'm going to die on you know um there might be situations that come up that are absolutely not okay you know and um i think the more flexible you can be with the small things you know and luckily this is a smaller amount that we're talking about today um when it needs to be a no you know it it means like hey you know i've cooperated all these other times but for this one this one's a non-starter for me and this is where i'm stuck and this is kind of how i would like to you know see if you'll reconsider you know and so you build an equitable relationship over time not one decision at a time right and that goes with any relationship that goes with our kids too you know you think about i want an equitable relationship not an equitable you know moment by moment because if everything has to be even steven what's that turn you into a scorekeeper and Mm. nobody likes scorekeepers I've gone to dinner with scorekeepers before where like it had to be down to the penny, you know, where, you know, you have to split the bill instead of just splitting the bill. It's like, no, this part is what mine is and this part's what yours is. And then you spend so much time dissecting the bill by the time it's over, you you just want to go home. Like, oh, Oh, it's ruined the whole thing.
0: For sure. No, I'm not a big fan of splitting checks to begin with, but if I do it, it's two cards, half on each. We enjoyed ourselves. It's the price of the timeout. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes it's a situation of you know, can you afford it? And certainly, if that's the case, um, my heart is open to that. And I've had people be nice to me when I was tight on budget, and they just either pick up the check or say, "Hey, I'm going to get most of it," you know, and and that's how we get along together. That's why. Why it's important to have friends and community and be able to communicate and be transparent. But when you get into scorekeeping and tit for tat over short term, it never, to me, you might you might uh, get a dig in or you might uh, win a a small little battle. But you know, if you're gonna use the anom- anomaly that raising a family is not about a battle, Right. It's the war, you know, it's the war that you fight to make the long term game come together for all of you. And that does include your ex-wife. Yes, it does. I it said does. Someday, something one day, uh, there was this person I was talking to about divorce. And um, the nature of the conversation was not financial. It was, you know, this person's heart was just bleeding. It was, it was really broken. And uh, there had been, you know, some things that, you know, my heart would have been broken over too. But I said, you know, if you look at divorce, because they had kids together, I said, there's a reason why you have divorce. And you can choose to keep your mind and your heart right there. I said, but really at the end of the day, you're having uh somebody who's been a dear friend turn into a different kind of friend. You know, you're you're changing your boundaries. You've made a mutual decision, or hopefully a mutual decision. Friends or- is a
0: strong word, Stacy.
1: Yeah. It is.
0: Like I said, two years removed, I'm still bitter.
1: So listen this is just for your consideration and anybody else is out there, you know, everybody can agree or disagree, but in this particular situation, what came to me was, you know, the relationship, you're changing your boundaries, you know, you're, you're no longer on each other's inner circle, right? For the time being. So, you know, but you're still co-parenting. And so they have to be somewhere on the circle, right? and then in addition to that you know it's a change of living arrangements so you're changing two parts of your relationship right there and then you think about it you've got to change your financial relationship so you have three things with this person that you know were intertwined and you're basically undoing that and if you can take that and go okay this person is not emotionally, you know, connected to me anymore, but we have these three touch points we have to work on together. It's a change in living arrangements, it's a change in relationships, and it's a change in finances. And try to breathe through that and go, "Okay, I can still get along. I can still partner in those areas and put the emotions, you know, out of that exchange, if possible, as, as much as, I know that's a big ask, but it really does help to be positive and productive and to leave an excellent legacy for ourselves to look back on and our kids one lady i really want to introduce to everybody is kimberly rouse she talks about who you are when you are big and so when we're going through these battles you know we always tend to bring out our um, not our best selves let's just say that and so you know if we've lost a job or if we've lost a spouse or we've kind of gone this bumpy road you know and we kind of we have coping behaviors all of us do me too that really aren't our best selves. And so if we have to go re-interview for a job, or if we're going to go seek a new mate, or if we're going to raise our kids, you know, if you are a parent, you are a leader and you, you need to know who you are when you are big and when you're feeling good about yourself and how to bring that person to the table for the sake of yourself first, your kids, and truly your extended family. And, and, and if you're a, have an ex-spouse who is your co-parent they are part of your extended family there's really a hard you know hard line there you're you're not going to be able to undo that but you can say from a practical perspective i choose to be a person that is leaving a positive and productive family financial and living legacy for my kids that's the way you have to go at it and you might have to swallow a few lumps in your throat a few times, but it's a really, really smart decision.
0: I think you're right, Stacey. Yet again, another example of me using the Single Parent Advocate podcast in lieu of counseling. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that public service. Uh, hey, let's, let's tell the folks again about the food distribution event tomorrow.
1: Okay, so Tomorrow. Antioch Missionary Baptist Church in downtown Dallas, or South Dallas, we are going to be handing out food. And uh, we have some families that are registered, but if you are a person who uh, needs food, Antioch Missionary Baptist Church actually distributes food every other Saturday. Fifteen hundred boxes every other Saturday, and yeah. so if you're not going to be with us tomorrow on May first, uh, you can join a Antioch Missionary Baptist Church uh, every other Saturday. And I know that this is an ongoing going prop, uh, sorry, ongoing program that they have, mm-hmm. and uh, they'll be happy to welcome you and support you and your family as
0: well. And for the details for Tomorrow's Food Drive specific, can they go to the Single Parent Advocate uh, Facebook page? Um, no, I, I, I'll push it out there one more
1: time. We, okay. What we're doing is we're really just inviting people to come. We have a lot of food to give away. So, uh, you know, you guys just come to Antioch Missionary Baptist Church. The food's going to be given away between 10 and noon. And uh, we're going to be there early with smiles on, ready to see your faces.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, folks, we want to thank you uh, once again for joining us on the Single Parent Advocate podcast. If I could just take a second to plug my own podcast, Not in the Mood with Daryl Moody available uh, wherever you find this podcast, search for Not in the Mood with Daryl Moody. You're going to find that as well. Uh, next week, we're going to bring on an exciting guest. We'll have, uh, you know, more of this, the back and forth with Stacy and I, you know, we're kind of feeling our, or finding our rhythm. I feel like with that, that's great, but we're going to bring in another guest next week so we can have some, some, uh, expert advice and insights and things like that that we can share with you folks, the listeners. So on behalf of Stacy, the folks there at the work innovators network Adventure X, the realm at castle Hills. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll talk to you folks next week. And you guys subscribe, 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 subscribe.